0: The number one question potential listeners will ask when they find your podcast is, what's in it for me? Optimize for that question and that experience, and you will get more listeners. That is the crux of what we covered when Holly Arnett hired me to audit her podcast, Brand Your Passion. And that's what we're going to talk about today as I give you the top eight takeaways. Welcome to Podcast Workflows, where you get daily tips to improve your process, grow your show, and maybe even make some money. Each week, I also do a daily dive into the process of the world's most successful podcasters and reveal their tools, processes, and systems to help you simplify the production of your own show and reclaim hours in your day. You can improve your own podcast production process by seeing how the pros do it. Now it's Wednesday, which usually constitutes a deep dive, but today's deep dive is going to be a little bit different. Holly Arnett hired me to audit her podcast, Brand Your Passion. And so I applied my seven point growth framework to her show, exploring things like where is her podcast, how is it presented to potential listeners and other things that she could do to grow her listener base since this audit she has seen great results and so I want to share the top eight takeaways with you the way this will work is I'll tee these takeaways up tell you a little bit about context for you and then play the actual audio from the audit which Holly has graciously allowed me to share with her And be sure to check out Holly's podcast, Brand Your Passion, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's get into the audit. The number one takeaway here is be everywhere. You can't answer a question if no one is asking. Holly is in most places, but her YouTube episodes weren't up to date. And so we want to make sure that her podcast is on YouTube. She also wasn't on Pandora. And while, pa- while Pandora is often overlooked, they still have a solid listener base. In fact, I have a friend who uses it as his sole music streaming service. But all in all, you're doing a great job. Your podcast is in most places, which is a common problem I see with podcasts. They submit to the big ones and not so much the small ones. I will say that it looks like you were publishing to YouTube for a while and then stopped. I would do what you can to get your show back on YouTube, even if it's just in an audio only capacity. So it looks like you might use Simplecast. I'm not sure if they automatically publish to YouTube, but you can use a tool like FusionCast or Descript to create a video version to then upload to YouTube very soon, they're going to support RSS, and this is going to be a lot easier and basically a non-issue, but I would recommend getting your catalog back on YouTube. You weren't in iHeart Radio, so I would submit there. Same thing with Deezer and Pandora. I would just make sure you're in those. It's fairly low priority because you are in a lot of the apps, but being here for people who might use the iHeart or Deezer or Pandora apps will... Get you in front of as many people as possible. Oddly enough, I also noticed that you were not, that your show looks, well, I can't view Castro because it's in, I think it's an iOS only app. Oh, well, there is a Mac app. So, but oddly enough, you, your show is there, but not updating. So I don't know if you switched hosts, maybe like switched audio hosts and as a result, Maybe, oh, this is less than ideal. So so maybe as a result, your show stopped updating. So I would just make sure, I guess the latest version is there or that your old feed is is continuing to redirect to your new feed. This is a problem that sometimes happens when you switch hosts. You'll redirect the old feed, but then if your account gets canceled, sometimes those hosts won't always honor that redirect which is a little frustrating so I would make sure either way maybe that your feed is updated in Castro I'm not sure how to do that but based on what we just talked about maybe you could reach out to them and see or resubmit your show with the new feed again that's less than ideal because it's going to show up in two places but at least your latest episodes will go to that app Number two, and this is a big one, is improve your podcast description. I didn't say this during the audit, but Holly could probably add her niche somewhere in the title. The description is a great opportunity for improvement. It should read like a movie synopsis. This is going to entice the potential listener to actually listen. You should also nix in this show. Instead, hit the reader with what's in it for them immediately. Review of your title, description, and artwork. I really think you're doing a great job here. The title's good. Brand Your Passion, very. unless I am getting the complete wrong idea, I think that means that I have a hobby or something I'm really passionate about, and I can turn it into a business. And I mean the description's right there. But that's that is what I gathered from the name of the show. The description is a great start. I included screenshots in the audit because I want to show you how it's going to look in actual apps, like maybe as people are browsing. And this show helps you. That's great. People know it's a show. I might flip the two paragraphs a little bit. So I have an example here, right? Because you immediately want to answer the question, what's in it for me? So instead of if you're or are you, right? Because you don't want to give people the opportunity to say no to what you're saying. So you don't ask the question. You just say, you're ready to get more eyes on your work, more dollars in your pocket, and more creativity in your life. That's why you need brand your passion. Then you can go on to say what the show talks about and how it helps and and how to listen. So I think that if you just rework your description a little bit, it could be a little bit more eye-catching, which is great. Number three is make your artwork stand out. Much like book covers, your artwork is one of dozens of squares on a page. Holly can make her title stand out more and make her headshot bigger. Our eyes are often drawn to smiling faces, so we should optimize for that. Overall, I like your artwork. I think I have the most feedback here. Uh, so first, you want to make your name bigger. I did include how it shows up in Apple Podcast. Notice that the name is pretty small. And there's, there's good, there's good contrast, but not as much contrast. So it could get lost, right? Your, your eye is likely drawn to either Project Me with Tiffany Carter or Duru, 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 Perohit. I really wish I figured out how to say that before recording this. Just because faces, you know, maybe you are the brand, faces attract attention. So, you want to make your name a little bit bigger so people browse that and then you want to make you a little bit bigger in the frame as well so that your face shines through a little bit more, right? You're smiling. This is great. This is what people are attracted to as far as where their attention goes. You, I, I would also maybe minimize the hosted by Holly Arnett and move it to the bottom. This is great if people are looking for you specifically, but if they are, they probably already know what you look like. And... For people who are just browsing, this is less important than what's in it for them, right? So I do have by Joe Casabona on my artwork, but I would deprioritize that and really make the name stand out and your face stand out a little bit. I'm happy to say that Holly took near immediate action on the artwork. And uh, what she said was she made a small but mighty upgrade to the brand, your passion podcast artwork. I think it looks a lot better and I hope that it's converting better for her too. Okay, number four, optimize episode information. Holly is already doing a great job here or was already doing a great job at the time of the audit in part because she is a marketer, but also because she has optimized long form articles for each episode. So I didn't have a lot of feedback for her here I just wanted to call it out. review of the episode titles and description. I usually have a ton of feedback here for people and you're just killing it, right? I think this is probably, I'm going to guess this is because it looks like all of your episodes are also long form blog posts, which is also great. So nice work there. I reckon that since you are a branding and, and marketing coach, you probably know a thing or two about content marketing. And so you... Don't need any help from me in that area. You're making really great use of the description in the show notes. And again, I included some screenshots to show you what it looks like in app so that people know. But I don't really have a lot of feedback here. Nice job. Number five is have a clear call to action. Holly has a great cold open in her show, though I would probably duck the background music a little bit more so you can hear her better. And then I would pick one cold or one call to action for after the cold open at some point. Now, I've changed my opinion a little bit on this since the audits started coming out, but I do think you need a clear call to action within the first five or so minutes because putting a call to action at the end means you're missing a lot of listeners that way, but you do want to provide some value before you ask them for something. Similarly, too many calls to action means no action. The user gets confused. Rob and Kennedy have a good call to action that is similar to Holly's and effective. So number five, pick one clear call to action and put it earlier than the very last thing you say. Your call to, so here's something worth noting, right? Your call to action, people are probably doing something else and they are going to leave before you sign off. Right? So you want to do two things. You want to make your call to action crystal clear and you want to put it earlier than the sign off. Right? So, I think your intro is good as far as the content goes. I might duck the music down a little bit, like lower that volume. Because again, depending on where you are or the speakers, right? I was listening on really good speakers, but if people are listening in the car or in their their like the fo- the headphones that came with their phone, your voice might get lost a little bit in the music. I would also include your call to action at the beginning if you want the cold open. Great, definitely keep that. Maybe put the call to action after the cold open and before Uh, You do the interview because it definitely sounds like you record the intro later. So I would say, like, before we get into the interview, I'd love to ask a quick favor. The more people share this, the more it gets reviewed, the more likely it is that people will find it. So if you could just take a screenshot of your podcast player, share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. Let me know what you liked about this episode. I would love that. That sort of thing. Robin Kennedy, the email marketing heroes, do this pretty effectively. So if you're if you're looking for verbiage, definitely check them out. And again, we lose 50% or more of listeners by the outro. So you you asked for a lot of things at the end. Most people have stopped listening by then, right? Especially because you do have that little music gap. So people, unless they can't, they're probably going to move on to the next episode. And then you did have a lot of asks at the end. So I think if you want more social shares and reviews, make that your sole call to action. Repeat it at the end, definitely, for the people who say all the way through, but put it in the front as well. Number six, getting sponsors. Holly had a line in the show notes about looking for sponsors But that is generally not effective unless you already have a gigantic show. You need to ask sponsors directly. Justin Moore, my good friend over at Creator Wizard, has a lot of great content on this that I'll include in the show notes. But she should reach out to brands she feels would help her listeners. And the way that she finds out about what would help her listeners is by asking her listeners what they need. I will say recommended strategies to help you earn more money sponsors. I notice you have a sponsor call to action that's likely not going to work. I mean, it's good to have there, but you need to reach out to brands as well. So I would recommend if there's a tool that's super crucial to you for your business, reach out to them if there's a tool that gets mentioned by your guests reach out to them because now they're getting free publicity and they'll like the, they'll they'll likely want to do something more and if you're not sure reach out to your audience and ask them right maybe they're on your mailing list say hey what problems are you having what kind of tools would help you solve those problems then you could send your the responses to brands when you pitch them number 7 i think a better way to make money is selling services This, I feel, is the better play for Holly, is to sell her services because she's a branding and marketing coach with a branding podcast. It's a natural fit. She's using the show to establish her authority, and she might have an easier time getting listeners who appreciate what she's doing to actually hire her. So Holly should do more solo episodes, have a call to action for a free call, or even directly sell as her call to action. You are a branding coach. And this is a show about branding. Like, There's perfect alignment between what you do and the subject of your show, the subject matter of your show. So use this to sell your services. If it's a, you know, if it's a free call, I don't know if it's a free call. I haven't done this yet. Looks like it could be though. Make that your call. Oh, nice. You're using ConvertKit Commerce. Very nice. So it's not a free call, but you have a number of services, right? And so what I would recommend you do is make some solo episodes where you talk about something maybe you helped a client right tell these stories uh, and then create a call to action hey if you want if you want to see if I'd be a good fit for you let's hop on a free 10 minute call or whatever or just say if you want me to help you like I helped person book a call with me at this link, right? Because now you're using the podcast to generate leads from people who are interested about this. And I've included a resource for like my, my smash framework, Five Ways to Make Money with Your Podcast. But I think selling your services, I'm actually going to move this up. Selling your services is probably your best bet. Finally, number eight, have a great website. This is another place where I feel Holly is really doing it right. And so I wanted to call it out here. Uh, Her website is clear, has an easy place to go listen, has a playlist on the listening page, and then it also has blog posts for each episode and a newsletter sign up. Nice work, Holly. And then your website. Great job on your website. I might, if this is the podcast page, places to listen. You've got the playlist and then the blog posts. Great. This is fantastic. And then you have, you do have your newsletter, right? People can sign up to your newsletter. Okay. So I'll recap those top eight takeaways or those eight takeaways. And then the five things I recommended Holly should do. Number one, be in every directory. Number two, improve your description. Number three, make your artwork stand out. Number four, optimize episode information. That is episode title and description. And after, after creating this audit, uh, Apple announced that they were bringing episode artwork to Apple Podcasts. So having custom episode artwork is also a really important thing. Number five, have a clear call to action that you place someplace after the beginning, but definitely before the end. Number six, reach out to sponsors if you want sponsors. Number seven, sell your services. And number eight, have a great website. The five next steps I recommended for Holly. Number one, get back on YouTube. Number two, reach out to podcasts to swap with. As part of the audit, I recommended five, and I showed her how to find more to do podcast swaps with. Number three, do some solo episodes to tell her own story and show off her own expertise. Number four, update her artwork. And number five, Hone her call to action. In the show notes, I will link to a Twitter thread that has this full breakdown as well as a link to the entire audit if you want to watch it uninterrupted. If you want your own podcast audit, you can head over to podcastliftoff.com slash audit and purchase one on that site. I will give you the same treatment I gave Holly. And if you agree to it, I could even turn it into a podcast episode. Again, that's over at podcastliftoff.com audit. But that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to connect with me, you can do so on just about any social network. I am at Jay Casabona on all of them. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I can't wait to see what you make. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my podcast process templates. They are a set of Notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you. you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.